Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. And now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. This is Billy Joel. I'll punch your name This around. is the Jackson 5. Name the 5. Um, Michael. Very good. That was a good start. Tito. Mm-hmm. Jonathan. Nope. William. Nope. Just the boys? <laughs> Name the 5. The Jackson 5. You, need, you get 3 to go. Michael, Gino, Jamie, <laughs> no, Jessica, <laughs> Jessica, and Sklar. I don't know if I can name all of them. Michael, Tito, Tito Randy, Randy, Marlon, and Jermaine. Marlon's no, really I, one? Yeah, yeah, but I think Jermaine was not in the Jackson 5. I think he was too young. I think there's a different one. Mar- uh, Michael, Tito, Randy, Marlon, and I think there was another one. Yes, Spanish. You just raise your hand like in fourth grade. Uh, so the Janet and all them weren't in the no. with them. Five, Jackson five. I'm just asking. Did you think the Jackson five was Michael, Janet, Rebe, and uh, Latoya? Maybe. Come on. I don't know. So at different times, I believe. <laughs> so it was Michael, Randy, Tito, Jermaine, Jackie, and Marlon. Jackie's oh, the one I forgot. But Jackie, the the, Jackie, they say, played tambourine, and so did Marlon. So they may yeah. have switched them out because that's not a real, you know, right. tough well, they gig. Didn't, yeah, they, they were mostly, I mean, after a while, Tito was the only one that really played an instrument. The rest of them just danced. And then when Tito got fat, he just balanced that. <laughs> he had that bass on his body so it didn't, oh, didn't see how fat man. he got. Yeah. Um, didn't we ask... One of their daughters, if Tito is the fattest Jackson or something, I don't know. Sometimes this morning, Latoya, I got, maybe no, no, it was Medicine, I think it was Medicine Man who who we had an opportunity to. Oh, it came up in the middle of the night. Winona Judd, they offered, and I was like, I don't want to talk to her. And then I thought, oh, maybe we can get Medicine Man to talk to her. And then we just just ask her how fat she is now, and all like, and I thought, just that's horrible. It's not how bad is it to be Winona Judd? Just think about that. Yeah. Because even now, sister smoking hot, mom smoking hot, both very talented. She may be a great singer for all I know. I don't know. All, all I can no, see, she's not. All I can see is just a big fat lady that's riding on the coattails of her hot sister and her hot mom. Yeah, she was good, but she wasn't like a great. She wasn't like the great singer, right? And then the, to make it worse, Jay Leno tried to pick her up on the Tonight Show one time, <laughs> and when he picked her up, they both fell down. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't even. It wasn't even planned. After she was done, he went out there and he was so happy. And he went, he went to go pick her up like a, like a bride. And when he picked her up, they both fell down. Hey, I gotta tell you, I love you guys. Oh. I love the judge. I love you. Let me go ahead and pick you up there, Winona. <laughs> Boom. Oh. Yeah, I'm sure Joe can find that on uh, if they didn't scrub that from the internet. Yeah, I felt bad. I've interviewed her before, and she's she's all right. Like she's. She's been famous so long where she doesn't care about anybody or anybody, but that's got to hurt. Here's a good rule of thumb. Don't pick up people. 
Just, yeah, you know, don't pick up fat people. But don't pick up anyone, really, though. Like, but but sometimes somebody will run into your arms. That's a different story. Don't try to just go and scoop them up, unless they're midgets. Midgets love that. Oh, love it, love it. <laughs> no. I used to do a thing when my son was little where I could pick him up with one arm, swing him around, and put him on my shoulders. And I'd love to do that to a midget. I'd love to have a midget friend who I could just be like, "You guys ready to go?" And everybody, yeah. And I just pick him up, scoop him up, put him on my shoulders, and we walk out of a bar. That'd be great. John Brennan and I were uh, like breaking down the video one time of whenever uh, uh, Diggler, yes, when Diggler and Demo fought in here. And it was M M M A. Yeah, midget mar- mixed martial arts. Right, and uh, X Pac was our uh, uh, referee for it. Yep, and it was so funny because Demo won. And he looked like a tough guy. Like, he just beat this other guy, and then all of that was voided whenever X-Pac picked him up and sat him on his yeah, shoulder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, like, uh, oh, yeah, I'm the tough uh, man. Oh, look, let me get look, on the shoulder. Look, there's Winona. Oh, oh my, no. Oh, my God. Oh. Why would you do that? Why? Then he, play that again. I got to okay. see that again. He, he comes. He, thinking? he comes out. And then he puts his arm around, and then he tries to pick her up. Then she falls because he can't hold her, and then he falls. Look, he yeah. picks her up. Oh, he oh, goes no. in oh. for it, yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. How embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, if you're a Winona, you're like, why did you just pick me up? Right. Yeah. Then, I would be oh. so embarrassed if I was her. I'd be like a full-grown man. Couldn't Let me, lift it. A guy who works on cars every day of his life, lifts engines out of cars and stuff, couldn't lift me up. I mean, she didn't really help him out. She just kind of went flop dead weight. Yeah, yeah she did. Oh my god! But she probably was she like rolled uh, over his head. She was probably like, I I can't imagine that Jay Leno's trying to pick me up right now. No, you know because she looks, she plays into it. Like he picks her up, and then she kind of like lets her arm go, like the ta-da, and that's when the balance went off, and and he lost. Yeah, I thought it was a good idea. I thought of it last night, but uh, I gotta tell you, she's a lot heavier than I thought she was. <laughs> that is wonderful. Uh, Look I, I at guarantee that. I can pick up Ashley, John. <laughs> Well, that's what he was saying. He was like, one time I picked up your mother and sister at the same time. Yeah. I bet I could pick you up. Ugh. Wrong. What do they do afterwards? Let it play out. Let me see. Oh, they're laughing. Murder, suicide. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you're Jay Leno, you just feel dumb for a second. Yeah. But if you're Winona, that you, right. you, that stays with you. Like, you go straight to have your agent call. Um, <laughs> hey, call that company that made Valerie Bernelli lose weight. <laughs> call that company that, uh, what is it, California Diet or whatever. Um, also, she's she's fat up again. She ballooned up Valley right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She you just get to a point where you're just like, ah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm not mad at her. I'm just saying. It's uh, any of those fad diet things where they're having to eat cardboard box food. The minute you stop eating it or you get sick of it, yeah. you balloon back up. So, uh, All right. Hey, it's now what hey. time is it? <laughs> hey, how you doing? 757. Time to uh, check in with Calvin. He's got today's news. With Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? By the way, Carmen just picked me up. She's going to hold me all through news. <laughs> so. Oh, can you pick up Carmen, you think? Can I? Like if you yes, ran, I'm a man. ran at her and oh picked my, her up. Why are you running at me? No, Carmen, this is how we tell if you got fat. Oh. Well, every, and once a week, Galvin will try to pick you up. And when he struggles, <laughs> and you know, then much. you can have, have as many donors as you want until Galvin can't walk with you. 
I no no no. Listen, I'm not a strong guy, but I'm a bigger guy. I would oh, imagine yeah. if she got up to 200 pounds, I'd be able to at least lift her. He's already yeah. back. He's already nervous about it. <laughs> she must be bigger Just, than it looks on TV. No, no. I'm saying I'm giving her more weight. I'm saying she could eat until she's 200 pounds. 200 pounds, <laughs> eating all the donuts that Chad gets. Not far off. Don't forget to lift with your knees, Galvin. Oh, Not your knees. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Carmen. I don't know why they do this to you. So, lift listen, with your knees. I'm, I'm losing weight, so it's okay. How about if I just chase you? You guys will okay? Yeah. You guys will be able to pick me up one day. Yeah. Mm. You want some garlic shrimp? <laughs> oh. Yes. By the time I'm able to pick you up, my, I'll be old. My back will be in bad shape. Oh, no. Joe has already passed that point. He's got scoliosis. Oh, he's yeah. super brittle. He's got, uh, yeah. what do they call it, old people? Uh, brittle bones? Oster- yeah, Osteoporosis. 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 Bird bones, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Bird bones. Avian bird bone yeah. syndrome. His bones are hollow. Bird, not burned bones, bird <laughs> bones. Bird bones. Bird bones. Bird bones right. are hollow what? so you can fly. Yeah, yeah. What do we have in news? Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Carmen, you want to lose some weight and need some athletic shoes? Get yes. in the pelts. They have them. They have shoes for men, women, kids, everything you're looking for. They've got them right there at Pelts. Make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Get 10% off your entire order. Pelt shoes, a perfect fit. Uh, we did it, guys. Coronavirus is over. Yeah. Yeah. Figured it out. Well, Texas and Mississippi are both lifting their mask mandates and increasing capacity of all businesses and facilities in the states to 100%. Woo. If my math is correct, that means totally open. Uh, this means that social gatherings, including at sports stadiums, concert halls, and other large venues will be allowed in Texas and Mississippi without any restrictions, uh, which means concerts and all that stuff going but back Lexi. on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott announced that uh, next Wednesday, all businesses in the state will be allowed to reopen 100% capacity. Uh, he's ending the statewide mask mandate. Here he is speaking about that. Oh, whoops, I uh, still have my breaking news thing there. Sorry about that. Uh, Where was the... uh... I have it right here. Ready? Hey, y'all, it's open. (laughs) Hey, you guys want to come out and party? Here we go. Mm -hmm. I'm issuing a new executive order that rescinds most of the earlier executive orders. Effective next Wednesday, all businesses of any type are allowed to open 100%. That includes any type of entity in Texas. Also, I am ending the statewide mask mandate. So this was on social media. I saw this and I saw on Twitter and I looked at all the responses and people are losing their goddamn minds. They were like, why would you go when science tells you not to do this? Why would you do this? You're killing people. There was a lady who was like, my kid has one lung and now he has to stay inside for the rest of his life and blah, blah, blah. You're allowed to wear your mask. Right. But then there was. uh, Yeah. But that's the thing is uh, there was also a guy who said, uh, Hey, then don't come to Texas. And another guy goes, yeah, but then you can't go to anywhere else in America. Yeah. You know, so it, there's a whole debate. Listen, eventually someone was going to do this. I'm well, surprised look, it wasn't science, science. Oh, it will be. Science is showing you the, the that, you know, there were so many uncertainties. There's no science is saying 
there's no reason for for the mask because the mask, although they may help, it's not it's airborne and it's not, so like if you're just going to go on the science of things, there's a I mean look at this guy, this guy on TV is in North Carolina in a diner that's at capacity with people. He's in there with no mask. None of them have masks on. I mean it just. They, they just know, you know what I mean? Uh, the governor of Mississippi uh, said on Twitter, quote, our hospitalizations and case numbers have plummeted and the vaccine is being rapidly distributed. It is time. That's why. I mean, they're saying now we got a vaccine now. So uh, the truth is, is that it, we can we can deal with it if we start getting people getting sick. And yeah, and I think I think Biden said that uh, they should have uh, the vaccines distributed enough uh, to do the entire country by May. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which is not far away. Right, and we, it's it's what we were hoping for. It's and, even what Trump was saying. You, you know, Trump was like, "We got a vaccine. We're working on vaccines faster than we've ever done before. We're putting them through. Now we got three different ones, four different ones. We got Johnson and Johnson's rolling out. We're we're gonna be fine." Until the next virus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, look, we'll uh, see. We'll, wear your mask. We'll, we'll have to see what happens with this. Just wear your mask. If you still feel uncomfortable, you go into a place, wear a mask. You can protect yourself. Stay home. You can stay home, too. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some lady asked me yesterday, she's like, how are you guys social distancing in your house? If you're like, we're not. We all have had uh, the COVID already. We all have antibodies, and we're all just sitting here breathing on each other, and none of us are getting sick. And we've all made the choice to do so. It's not like, right. you know what I mean? We're right. we the, have, we, yeah. But the only problem with that, and I'm just playing devil's yeah. advocate, the only problem with that, Spanish, is now if someone does get something, now you're going uh, with other people, too. So you're you're going from there to there, and that's what people are looking at. But uh, who knows, man? There's been so many, but that's do this, no, know. this doesn't work, do that, no, that doesn't work, oh, we thought this is the big thing. You know, is anybody even washing their hands anymore? Well, yes. that's the thing. And, 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 like, and talking about social distancing and all that, that's just life. Is that People are going to transfer bacteria and viruses. There's no way to stop it. So whether it's coronavirus or the flu or and when tuberculosis. I leave, when I leave here and I go to Publix, I'm wearing a mask. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm clean. I clean my hands before I leave. I sanitize my hands. And then when I go to Publix, I, I am shopping behind a piece of plexiglass to, to, when I check out or self-check out. And, uh, you know, I'm practicing it during the day after I leave here. But in this room, we know that we've all had it, by, the four of us. By the way, Mike, you bring that up, self-checkout. Have you noticed every place is completely, yes. like, all self-checkout? There's, oh, yeah. like, three lanes with an actual person. No, but I don't like it. And I don't like I love it. For, it. But I, love here's, it. I, like it. I love it, too, when I have to buy three things. It's great. But when I have a whole cart full of things, I don't want to have to add well, an extra job to my dude. I'm not there to ring everything up and bag it. And, and Yeah, and then, and then the other thing is... Um, you know, people online are slow as hell. So now, it, it, if I got three old ladies in front of me who got a whole cart full of shopping, you know, for groceries, it's taking them a half hour to do Here, it. Here's a couple things, though, is uh, what I've been noticing they're doing now, which I would do if I was going to a self-checkout, I'd grab another cart so that I could throw my stuff from that cart into the cart that I paid for. Right. But they're they're kind of standing there with the cart, or they have a big enough shelf on the side where you can put almost all your groceries. Because I literally did grocery shopping for an entire week or two weeks and had enough room on there. Or but at Walmart, I, yeah. I'm also very fast with that, yeah. so it works out for me. And they have a lot of them now. Yeah, I know. Look, at Home Depot it works. Except I, I go to Home Depot and I want to buy. I got three things of, of crown molding that are you know twelve feet long. So now I got these three things that I have to ke- I have to take there. I have to take them out of my cart. I have to find the little thing on them, stick them. Then I got to find some. It's just a pain in the ass. There's some there's some things where I just want them to do it. And then when I got five items and I'm in and out quick, I get boop 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 boop, boop and I'm on my way. Uh, just so you know, they do have the gun that you can use too. 
Oh, yeah, yeah I know. Right there, saying a beep beep. Oh, I know. When I one of the most fun times ever was when we registered for our, our, our wedding and they give you the gun and they go through the oh, store. Yeah. Oh, my wife, we were getting gifts. My wife goes, "We didn't get that." Oh, yeah, we did. Zapping <laughs> <laughs> everything you wanted. I, I think I tried to shoot you, and I shot the uh, <laughs> yeah. gravy bowl. Uh, so I really hate that commercial with uh, Ashton Kutcher and uh, super hot girl. What is her Mila name? Kuna. Mila Kunis. Yeah, yeah, Cheeto. And Shaggy. Who wasn't me? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. The worst. But a woman tried to break into a house in Oklahoma last week and dropped an empty bag of Cheetos, and the cops tied her to the burglary because she still had Cheeto dust in her teeth when they uh, found her. So not on her hands, but in her teeth. Uh, Joe has a picture of the, culprit, of the culprit up there, and here is a police officer talking about the situation. They're able to positively identify that person as a suspect, and also we're able to place her at the scene with Cheeto residue all on her teeth and face. <laughs> that Cheetos bag and water bottle were not theirs, and they think she probably dropped it trying to get out of the window. I think we still would have got her without the Cheetos, but the Cheetos is what nailed the deal. She, of course, said it wasn't me. Hot Cheeto mouth. Uh, a 42-year-old guy named John Harbinson uh, in Phoenix called the cops Sunday night to report a break-in at his apartment. That's what you do. Somebody breaks in, you call the cops. When the cops got there, they didn't find any signs of a break-in, but they did find John's huge stash of drugs because he <laughs> didn't bother to hide anything before they got there. He had 6,000 fentanyl pills, oh my God. a bag of meth, scales, baggies, needles, and almost $5,000 in cash sitting on the table in oh plain my sight. God. He, John, was arrested for several felony charges. Wow. What is wrong with yeah, this Yeah, there's guy? a picture of all the stuff there. <laughs> oh, was I supposed to put that away? Oh. <laughs> Oops. Hey, hey guys. Help yourself. <laughs> uh, this is why. Does anybody play like the same numbers you play your family's birthday or anything like that in the lottery, or do you just go quick pick? Quick pick. Always quick pick. Quick yeah. pick. Yeah. I always go quick pick, and I think this is probably why. A 19 year old college student in the UK lost her goddamn mind when her favorite lottery numbers came up in the $253 million drawing until she realized. This was the one week she forgot to buy tickets. Oh! So she was using the same numbers. I mean, now, granted, she's only 19, so it hadn't been that long that she was doing it. But she had her numbers, and her numbers came up for $253 million, and she didn't buy a ticket. Oh, oh wow. That yeah. hurts. Live with that. Yeah. What's Live with worse? That every time you go to buy snacks, you don't have any money. Oh. What's worse? That or Jay Leno picking you up and dropping <laughs> you on national television? I got to tell you, mostly, most of you would say... Uh, the lotto thing, but if Jay Leno, I bet Winona would say something different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> boy, that is rough. Uh, if you'd like to go into space, you could probably do so. A Japanese billionaire bought the rice, right to space. Uh, use the Japanese and rice, you <laughs> race. Dr. No. Seuss here. You yeah. Dr. Seuss. Bought the rights to SpaceX's first flight to the moon in 2023. And now he's looking for eight people to go with him for, quote, a fun trip. Yeah. Uh, you can apply online to be one of the eight. Uh, I would imagine, make like a documentary about this, right? Yeah, I want to apply for my, my dad and I. I would go with my dad, go to outer space. Me and my dad, yeah, in yeah. outer space. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, there's no way that I would do that. Why? No, not with this crazy guy. What an not adventure. Not with Elon Musk. I'll do no, it what? 10 years after everybody's been doing it for oh, a while. I don't know. That yeah. would be a blast. Mm. Yeah, 2023 seems awfully close to be going to the moon. <laughs> yep. We can't even figure out how to stop a virus. It's yeah. true. There are no flying cars, but we can go to the moon. Yep. Hey. Nope. Uh, Speaking of Dr. Seuss, so Dr. Seuss Enterprises has decided to stop selling six of his books because they contain 
outdated and hurtful depictions of Asians and Africans. The most recognizable of those six are, and uh, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, and if I ran the zoo. Here's a couple of the uh, different uh, drawings. So you have uh, some Asian people. There's Now, that was before he went by Dr. Seuss. That was uh, some African drawings that he did that uh, people do not like. They, they say are racist. Yeah, I mean, they definitely are racist. He, did, he drew the, the uh, Asian ones at a time where we were at war with Japan, yeah. uh, where you know the, the entire the entire sent- sentiment was hating Japanese people, uh, and then um, the other ones, you know, the uh, the African ones. Back then, the the impression was that everybody, every African, had a bone in their nose, and you know, had cannibal type uh, clothing on, like you see on Gilligan's right. Island. So, yeah, certainly outdated, certainly inappropriate. And I, I, I would think though that the idea would be to, I mean, at the at the rate that they republish those books, wouldn't you just change that? And, and or or I don't know the content of the book itself. Is the, is that also bad? Like uh, in my mind, Doctor Seuss's Cat in the Hat and uh, the Lorax and all those yeah, none he, of those are, are about anything other than just fun stuff. Yeah. So and I don't recall anything racist in it. But um, in those books that have the racist photos, can you just change the photos? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's or, or warn people say this was done at a time where you know whatever. But uh, well, I mean, even that, if, just to eliminate it, uh, would be fine uh, if they could. But if the if the book itself is worth saving, but the illustration is not, right? Then why couldn't they save the content of the book? I saw a news story on this the other day, and they were talking to people in the bookstore. And the one guy goes, "If Doctor Seuss can get canceled." Yeah. Who can't get canceled? Uh, uh, it's the truth, it, man. It, it blows my mind that people are upset by this because it's not – and I don't think this is being canceled because it's the company themselves that are deciding to take that stuff down. Well, like there wasn't, probably, probably enough complaints, complaints where people yeah. had said about it, and they're like, yeah, yeah, t- we totally get it. You know, they, they haven't said that anybody complained. They decided of they, themselves they, to take I'm it down. Sure they, I'm sure that they got some universal – Geo is saying is taking stuff out of Seussland now that people may find uh, offensive. Like you, you don't know because it's not offensive to you, right? So if it was something that was offensive to you, I don't know. I don't know how we'd re- we'd react to it. You know what I mean? Uh, what what it, we don't see it on a daily basis. We don't see you know stereotypes shoved in our face so much that people are like. We're used to seeing it, right. so we're like, oh, it's not a big deal. We've been looking but, at a guy with a triangular hat and chopsticks all our life, but to Asian people, they're like, you know, it's a pretty racist depiction of who we are. All the time, companies will take things down, alter things. I mean, Disney saw a song of the South. Like, Good this point. is happening all the time, but now in with social media and stuff, like, people want to, every day, people want to be outraged about the next thing. Like, if you're letting this bother your day yeah. or you're upset by this, I mean, come on. It just happens all the time. Also, Gio, think about this. It was just Dr. Seuss's birthday, and they're coming out with this, and if it was a preemptive thing, it's probably going to make the sales go through the roof. They're like, yeah, hey, we're did. good We're good people, and we're doing this be- before anyone even said anything because we know that that's the right thing to Listen, do. Listen, a perfect example of this is us. I mean, we did retarded news on this show for years with no intention of, of it having anything to do with special needs people. Just instead of calling it idiots in the news, we were calling it uh, retarded news. And it, at, during that period that we were on the air, the R word is now referred to as took on a whole campaign of stop using the word. And we, I, we stopped using it, uh, you know, a year 
before we made the news about it, and that was because a woman wrote me a letter, and she said, my son has special needs, and every time you guys do that, it, it hurts me. And I was like, well, that's the last thing we want to do. I mean, we don't want to, we don't, we're not here to upset the listeners. We're here to make them enjoy their car ride from going to point A, point B. And the last thing I want to do is start insulting them and hurting them. And I knew that there, that woman spoke for other uh, parents of special needs children, so we stopped doing it on our own. You can't go back and change the years that we had done it prior. Right. But we, we are, uh, on our own, said, hey, we need to change with the times. Yeah, but so you weren't being canceled for it. We, you, well, we did try right. because a year later... When the Pitbull people couldn't find any reason to get us in trouble, they dug through the history of the of the show, yeah. and they found that, and then they sent that to organization. They tried to get us canceled. And thankfully, this company said, hey, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to get rid of these guys because they didn't do anything wrong. And also, they made the decision to change it before... Yeah. Uh, anybody even had to tell them to. But you also took it upon yourself to realize, like, you know what? Things are changing now. The words, and right. you just remove that. I Imagine look, people are outraged. I can't believe you're not using that anymore. Well, you know, I know that there, I know that there were people that probably were like pussies. Yeah, changing, you know, and there's. But the thing is, is that when you think about it, it, if it's not hurting you, it doesn't mean it's not hurting somebody else. And but I also feel like you're not. But yeah, when is the line drawn? Right, not everybody's yeah. going to be protected. There's people who are going to get hurt by stuff. It's just hilarious to me when people get outraged. They they're outraged over this. Like, come on. Uh, well, it, speaking of canceling stuff on your on your own, Amazon recently changed their logo of their app on the <laughs> iPhones, but now they've tweaked it again after people ridiculous. thought the app looked like it had a Hitler mustache. <laughs> uh, we have it up on Bone TV. There is. Uh, the yeah. Amazon thing. That's the dumbest thing no, ever. I thought it was a Michael Jordan mustache. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a piece of tape. <laughs> yeah. And that's all I saw. When Jordan it. had the little thing going on. Yeah. Well, if, you, if you remember those, uh, I think they were Pumas that they were like, these look like Hitler's head. Oh. Remember? Oh, that's the way, right? yeah. yeah, the way the yeah. toe box was and stuff. Yeah, they were like, uh. it's Hitler shoes. Look, uh, Amazon did the right shoes. thing. Amazon went, okay, whatever. We'll just tweak it a little bit and just yeah. change it. That's it's easier for us straight. to change it. Uh, sticking with being canceled, oh boy, a woman is suing comedian Chris D'Elia, claiming that he asked for nude photos of her and had sex with her when she was 17. Yep, that's a problem. Yep, the comedian, well, this is just Where? allegedly, this is just allegedly in her... No, I'm oh. saying what okay. state? Because <laughs> there's different states. Yes, no, I will get to that. The comedian uh, is being sued by Jane Doe for allegedly violating federal child sexual exploitation and child pornography laws. She is uh, not suing because the two allegedly had sex when they met in Connecticut. Uh, the age of consent in Connecticut is 16. Oh. In the documents obtained by TMZ, Chris, uh, alleged victim, Claims she started communicating with him over social media in 2014 when she was 17 years old, and he quickly started demanding nudes. She says two months later, he invited her to his hotel room before one of his shows where they had sex. The woman claims that Chris D'Elia demanded eye contact when they had sex and yep. says that when she told him she was 17 and still in high school, Chris responded by saying, it was hot. A spokesperson for Chris says that Chris denies the allegations and will vigorously defend himself against them in court. So I don't, I don't know how to do that now. There's no way to prove that they had sex now. 
all this time later. I mean, right, if she had, right. If she had gone straight to the and police. It, and it was consensual. The age of consent is 16. Yeah. Right. So the problem is the asking for photos because I guess also uh, in the story it said that he asked uh, to meet her friends, wanted to have sex with her friends, and wanted to, uh, pictures of her having sex with other guys. Listen, oh. Chris Lee has said he's a minute sex addict. I yeah. mean, he, he's a guy who that's all he cared about was going out and, and, and having sex. Um, I, I definitely, I'm not sticking up for him at all. I mean, if this, if he did this, even though in that state it's legal, it's still wrong. It still shows a pattern of things that he's done that, that, um, you know, would be wrong. But, you know, there's a difference between, I don't know, I would Illegal think, and not illegal. Right. That's, I mean, and, it's and. not illegal. Even, it's not illegal in Connecticut, but the same thing that it, that he did in Connecticut two states over would be illegal. Right. You know and that's I mean? like, you know, you're Gary Glitter and you're going over to Thailand right. to bang, you know, little kids and stuff. Right. You got but, a problem. Even though it's legal over there or whatever, you know. But that's the thing. If, if he's doing it legally, that is what the law is for. If he's yeah, but it shows them, you what kind of person he is. Yeah, 100%. And he's a creep, admittedly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but no, he didn't say he was a creep. He said he was a sex addict, but right. we now know he's a creep. And well, we know but this that is, again, though, this is just allegedly, so yeah. we don't know. That's no, 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 I'm saying, saying. That, right, but if this is true, this right. is what we know, you know. So, I don't know. I, um... I I don't I don't know him so I can't really I can't really speak more about him. We know what he's told us and we know what they've said and it's pretty consistent along for um, for both sides. Yeah. yeah. By the way, speaking of that, has anybody been watching the um uh Pharaoh versus uh, Allen? I did not. I watched the first one and then I kind of forgot that it was on. Boring. Really? Yeah, I mean yeah, it is, it's, it's nothing too, you didn't know already. Right, and it's too much backstory and I don't need to know about Mia Farrow getting into movies and seeing her <laughs> audition tape and blah 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 and her ugly sister and Jesus. It's, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. It, any, anytime you got a hot girl or a famous girl that says my beautiful sister, you know the sister's ugly. Right. When they have to say my beautiful <laughs> sister you know they have a fat sister. Here's the thing, though, is uh, I was like, good Lord, look at her. That's Mia Farrow's sister. And then they switched back to Mia Farrow now, and I went, oh, okay, well, neither one of them aged well. She looks like a piece of fruit that's left out in the sun. Uh, oh. it's, yeah, it's rough. It's, yeah. But it's, uh, she, although in, in, when she was she's young, she Snatcher, looked great. She was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, never liked that pixie haircut, though. Uh, yeah, it, it worked for her in that time. I fell asleep uh, twice. Both yeah. both times I watched, I fell asleep. And I was like, Ugh. Yeah. Uh, Today is March 3rd. Today is a national day. Uh, not food. Yeah, I saw it and I can't remember what it is. Today's National Anthem Day. Oh. Yeah, so I have so actually. Ladies and gentlemen, Carmen, who's going to sing the National Anthem. Oh, you ready, Carmen? Carmen, sing it as Chocolate Rain. Oh, say, can you see? <laughs> I can't even do it. I can't oh, say, that. can you see? Can you see? Can you see? (laughs) Uh, Here is actually a highlight of some of the different people uh, singing the national anthem throughout the years at different sporting events and stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, to honor America, an all-star, star-spangled banner, Lady Gaga. Oh, say, can you see? Darius Rucker. Melissa Etheridge. What so proudly we hail Usher At the twilight's last Demi Lovato Whose broad stripes and brights All right, you get the point. By the way, Demi Lovato, uh, she's out of her gourd now, right? Yeah. Like, she, she was talking about aliens and stuff. Did you see where she was mad at... Uh, 
What was it? It had to do with trans stuff. She was mad at something because she was like, girls have penises and guys have vaginas. Oh, boy. Yeah, and I forget what she was mad about, and it was like, just say Was it songs. sports? Was it female sports? Mm, she might be a good pick for next, uh, yeah. for next year. Uh, so, listen, if you're talking football, you're talking James Corden, right? Marino. The Late Late Show. He seems <laughs> to know a lot about football, but he did get uh, quite a get because he got Tom Brady in his uh, first big interview uh, since winning the Super Bowl and being the MVP and all that good stuff. Tom Brady was on the Late Late Show. Uh, I uh, would imagine from his house because he was on camera doing it that way. But a few of the different things that they talked about. One was uh, James Corden asked him, was he surprised how far he went with his new team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Obviously did great with the Patriots, moving to a new team, and then went to the Super Bowl and won, as we all know. Here's uh, what Tom Brady had to say about that. Yeah, you know, it was it was very different, you know, because where I was for 20 years was obviously, um, you know, it was great for me. It was spectacular. I wouldn't have changed anything. And I think that when we were at that point, you know, at the Patriots, everyone at the, the start of the season would be like, well, who are you guys playing in the championship game? Sure. Mm. And I was, it always got to be like, you know, the expectations were so uh, not unrealistic. It was just like people jumped ahead of all the intense competition, which in the end for us, you know, you kind of feel like, you know, it's a lot harder than that. Yeah. You know, there's, it's a lot harder than that. And I think going into this year was different for me because, you know, you go to a different place and that wasn't really the question that was being asked. The question is, you know, can you guys be successful? Um, how are you going to be successful? How are you going to learn your teammates? How are they going to learn you? Um, you know, and the next thing you know, we're thrust into the season. The season starts and we go basically play one of the best teams in the league as our first game of the year, which is kind of the measuring stick. And, you know, we got off to a slow start. So we basically, you know, we found, we, we, we started off, you know, not great. We improved a little bit to the middle of the year. And then we had a pretty rough patch in uh, the month of November. And we got a bye week at the right time where we didn't have a game and we could really kind of recalibrate where we were at. And um, man, the last four weeks of the season and then through the postseason, we really just, we found our rhythm and we found our rhythm. We just, we really, uh, you know, had the pedal on the metal and everyone worked really hard. It was a great teamwork, great collab. I mean, it was just so much fun to see a team come together the way that it did. Yeah. And the belief as we kept going, it was like it grew and grew and grew and grew. And I think by the time we even got to the Super Bowl, all of us still felt like we were still getting better. We were still improving. And if, man, if the game was a month from now, we would still be getting better. And I think that was a great feeling to have going into that game, which is, I think, why we all felt so much confidence that we were really, we weren't going on fumes at that point. We weren't trying to survive the season. We were really excited about where we're at. And we really wanted to finish that game the right way and proved to everyone that we were deserving to be the champs. And just so happy for our team that we accomplished that. So it seems to bode well for next season. He said that they just kept on getting better and better. So yeah. Awesome. Uh, also, I want to point out, Tom, we can also zoom you into the show from <laughs> yeah, your house. Yeah. If you'd yep. like, we're available. And I'm pretty sure we have the same, um, 
by yesterday's ratings, the same uh, <laughs> amount of people listening to the show as James Corden has watching late, late at night. Just want to put that out there. Uh, uh, so, of course, yeah. uh, James asked him about throwing the Lombardi trophy. Uh, he asked him, uh, what were you thinking at that point? Uh, if it goes in the water, like what would happen? Here is what uh, Tom Brady had to say about that. First of all, I was not thinking at that moment. There was not a thought. It was, this seems like really fun to do. And um, not to mention, when you get your hands on one of those trophies, there are a lot of really sharp edges on the bottom, you know, where the stand is. Obviously, the ball is what it is. But, and then I found out later that had they, had that been an incomplete pass, that would have went down like 80 feet. You'll never see it again. So, you even, I'm so happy to Cam. Whose voice is it that you hear say, no, can you, there's somebody oh, shouts, no, daughter, don't do it. Yeah. That's, that's my little eight-year-old daughter. The daddy, oh, no. Oh, no. And who could imagine that an eight-year-old girl would have the most sense of anybody <laughs> in that whole area at the time? Like, you know, she's the voice of reason. I mean, go figure. I so gotta it say, was really cute. It was so brilliant seeing you having such a great time. This is you getting off the boat. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what is this? Is this sea legs? Or or dare I say it, a touch of tequila? Oh, man. I think a little of both. A little of both. uh, It was definitely a moment of celebration. I'm happy I'm on land at that point. Absolutely happy I'm being surrounded by my fellow quarterback, Griff, in the right place at the right time. You know, just... You know, he was, it was, who could have a friend better than that? Yeah. Just, you know, making sure I was just so comfortable walking off the boat <laughs> like that. Right. So comfortable. <laughs> yeah, good for him. He, he had a great, he earned it, and he had a great... Uh... We'll never forget that. That no. toss yeah, on the yeah. boat, like, yeah. that will be an iconic moment of Brady's career. Is anybody, would anybody be mad besides that fat bitch from Fort Myers? <laughs> oh my he dropped that trophy in the yeah. water. Well, yeah. Yeah. We would have fished it out. We yeah. would have got it. It would have been the best story ever. But think about this. He throws it, and they the, bobble it, and it goes in the water, and then Gronk dives in and comes up with it. Yeah. 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 In his mouth. Yeah. Like flipper. Or, or, or. or in his other place. He's yeah. trying yeah. to keep it. Yeah. Put it. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the whole time I'm watching that video, all I can think is, look how big his hands are, man. I know, He's got some big-ass hands. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, good for him. I I think that's great. I think that's great that he's so calm and he's, you know, he he came here and he had a great season and looking forward to more great seasons out of him, you know. Mm. Uh, Let me grab some phone calls. Let's go to uh, Nick real quick. Nick, good morning. You're on the Mike Calder Show. What's up, Nick? Yeah, I have a friend I work out with that um, works as a detective for cops, and so Everything you send it on Snapchat, Instagram, everything, if a detective wants, they can pull it all back. So Chris D'Elia probably is hosed if, it, if he was sending anything and if he even shared it, even worse. Oh, so I, all of that is refindable. Sure. Nick, I know this firsthand because uh, I was involved in a lawsuit where they subpoenaed my tax records. And then they got it, and they got the information. Uh, they got approved, and they got all my all my personal texts that they wanted to go through, and of course found nothing. Uh, but they were able to go ahead and subpoena the uh, the text messages, which is interesting because, thankfully, I had nothing to hide. But also, for the, it's just a matter of um, a personal privacy violation. You know, like somebody can just go ahead and when you send a Snapchat, you're sending a picture. You're like, nobody will ever see this again. Remember when they wanted Tom Brady's phone after the deflate gate? And he yep. was like, yeah. nope, it's broke. <laughs> yep, threw in the water with the trophy. Uh, appreciate the call, sir. Thank you. 
so uh, Tiger Woods investigators executed a search warrant to get the black box from Tiger Woods' wrecked SUV. Did you know that your SUV had a black box? No. Uh, it's likely they're just trying to recreate the accident, but who knows? They may be trying to determine whether it was his fault or not, so they're trying to figure that out. So we'll I was that. saying this yesterday off the air, but I really think it was just as he had a spider in the car and it came down on him and he freaked <laughs> out and drove, you know? Could be. Wouldn't that be great if he? they're like, Tiger, can you hear me? He's like, spider. 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 There's spider with headaches mm-hmm. on it. They're everywhere. Uh, if you want to make some money and you want to watch a good show, oh. the website bestvalueschools.org wants to give five people $1,000 each to watch the first five seasons of Friends. No, thanks. There are other perks, uh, but they also expect you to post on social media as you go and rank the episodes after you're finished. So if you want to do that, you can go to bestvalueschools.org. I'm not mad at uh, Friends. It's it's okay every once in a while, but there's no way I could sit there and watch five seasons of it. Oh, I could. Yeah, easily. I do it every like <laughs> couple months. Yeah, <laughs> is my background show when I go to sleep. Yeah, so I go it's always on. Week. It's always on whenever I get home yeah. from work. So I'm like, all right, I'll grab something to eat and watch Friends. You yell at your wife. No, no. I praise my wife. I go, okay, oh my right. god, yeah. garlic shrimp. You're so perfect. <laughs> uh, Eddie Murphy says that Louis Anderson. Do you know why Louis Anderson was in the movie Coming to America? Did you guys already see this or no? The first one. Yeah, we, uh, he was in it because oh, the, I, I figured just because he was an up and coming comic and I they saw were friends. This. Okay, any other guesses? He worked at McDowell's, right? Yep, he yeah. worked at McDowell's. He got the shake thrown at him. Yeah, no, I just always assumed that they put in all up and coming comic because yeah. Samuel L. Jackson's in that movie and uh, the, the uh, Eric LaSalle. I just figured, you know, all this time that they were just up and coming guys. Uh, Eddie Murphy says Louis Anderson only got into the original Coming to America because Paramount wanted a white person in it. Oh, really? Yeah, he said, listen, this was the 80s, and he goes, and the whole cast was black. He goes, we really didn't have any white people, and they wanted a white person. He goes, so they chose Louie because he was the funniest white guy that they knew, and they were like, all right, let's put Louie in there with us. Yeah, and see, uh, what's interesting to me is I, I don't look at Coming to America as a black movie. I don't, you know, the only movie that, that like, I look at uh, Harlem Nights as a specifically black movie because they went out of their way to go back in time and, and put all these uh, black uh, comedians from different generations in there. And right. That, I would say. But Coming to America, I wouldn't even, I would just be like, it's a movie. You yeah. Know? yeah, but whether you realize it or not, the Coming to America is, I I, I mean, I really think Louis probably the only yeah. white person in no, there. No, no, you're right. I, I agree with you. You're right. I'm just saying you don't, I don't notice it for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think I would have ever noticed it either. If you oh, yeah, you don't either. see color? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe, I believe Louis in the new one as well. That's awesome. That'd yeah, I would imagine they could probably use as many people as they could. Yeah, bring them back. Probably for still it. working at McDowell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony will go down on October 30th in Cleveland, and it will be open to the public. The past year, oh. the induction ceremony was moved from the spring to the fall because of COVID, uh, and aired as a pre-recorded virtual HBO special. Moving forward, though, the annual annual ceremony will continue to be held. In the fall, and uh, they're optimistic that it, uh, the planned ceremony will happen in October and be held in person. When will they announce who gets in? Uh, I don't know. I mean, if uh, they usually do it a few months before, at yeah. least. So I'd imagine we'll know here in the next few months. It's a tough class this year, man. Yeah. Tough it class. is. a lot of people who belong there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, Spanish, I think yes. you're going to be sad about this. Aw. You're fired. 
Musician Bunny uh, Whaler died yesterday. No word of uh, cause of death. It was reported back in August that he was in uh, the hospital in Jamaica and uh, recovering from a stroke. He was 73 years old. He was uh, one of the last of Bob Marley and the Whalers uh, group to uh, be living. I think there's like a backup singer still alive, and that's about it. But he, what did he do? I mean, Bob Marley was the one singing, right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he, you know, it says legendary. I got to be honest with you, I never heard of him before yesterday. Yeah. But uh, let's see what Bunny. He may have been the guitarist. I think he was a percussionist. Percussionist. There yeah. you go. Oh, okay. I guess he was just in the band. Yeah, he, he was, was in the band. But he, I guess he also helped r- uh, write a couple of the songs too, according to Wikipedia. Okay. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, Bob Marley's dead, so the band's been dead for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, Ziggy, I think, went out with the Whalers for a yeah. while, or whoever was still not, alive. Not Bob. Yeah. yeah. Uh, finally, in news, how old were you when you finally felt like you're grown up? I still don't. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny that you say that because I don't feel like a grown up yet is the number one answer. Awesome. Uh, they asked a bunch of different people. 13% said they uh, still don't feel like a true grown up. Most common answer uh, after the age of 18, 20, 21, 25, 30. But here are some of the uh, things that make us feel like a grown-up. Well, let me, oh, I, I can answer that real quick. 29 right. yeah. was the first time I actually sat down and I felt like a grown-up because I, uh, I had to deal with my future and my career. And also, I got sued for the first time. Uh-huh. And when somebody subpoenas or somebody hands you papers, you know, a subpoena... That's when you're like, so this is real. I'm a real person now. You can I, take my stuff. I think buying a house would be like <clears throat> the top. Number one, Carmen, owning a home is something that makes us feel like we're grown up. That is, is number one. I have uh, 10 different things here that make you feel like you're a grown up. Is being called a boomer by somebody's young niece one of those? <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. That definitely, that works yeah. for sure. Having kids? Uh, having kids is number nine. Mm-hmm. Paying Not your bills nine. on time. Uh, paying your bills on time. Um, well, the number four is worrying about bills and finding ways to save. So we can throw that in there. Uh, number 10 is getting your driver's license. Oh, feel like kind of a grown up there. Number nine was having kids. Number eight. Oh, Gianna, you're not going to like this. (laughs) Planning out your meals in advance. (laughs) shrimp. Uh, Number seven is, uh, knowing your your credit score. Mm -hmm. Number six is getting married. Uh, number five, graduating from school. They probably mean college on that, so not just junior high. Uh, number four, worrying about your bills, we said. Number three, moving out of your parents' house. Number two is getting your first full-time job. Woo. And Carmen hit it with number one, owning your own home. Yep. Uh, so getting more bills, basically. Yeah. You know, it's funny is you you rent, you live in an apartment, you know, you live with friends or do this and you think, oh, man, buying a house, that seems so crazy. When you buy a house, you're like, I should have bought a house like 30 years yeah, ago. Yeah. 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 You I, always knew that one kid that was like straight out of high school that bought a house and you're like, what? Yeah. How did he do that? I went to, uh, I was in Wesley Chapel yesterday. I drove by the very first house I ever owned. I put it up on our Instagram. Yeah, I saw Instagram. that. Yeah. Were you ever there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there, yeah. So I, that was the first house I bought in, I want to say it was before I got married, so I want to say it was like 2002. And that was a pretty nice house for a first yeah. house, certainly. Yeah. Well, we did the smart thing. Instead of saying, let's be house poor, we moved out to Wesley Chapel where you could steal a house. Right. And we bought a nice house, put in a pool, and you know it was a good starter house for us. And then when we had kids, we we, uh, we grew out of the house and, and moved on. So 
I think this is it. I think from here we go down. You know, we downscale from here. Yeah. Because I'm not I'm not one of those guys like I need to be a mansion house. My next house will be a small. We'll wait till the kids go away to school and we we'll get a small thing on the beach. Yeah, my house is fine. I would just like more land. Yeah. That's my thing. Just some more land. Yeah. The only way I stay in this house or get a bigger house is if Bobby comes and lives with me. That would be awesome. <laughs> Uh, I told you, my brother, Tim, so we rented our parents' house that they bought for when they were going to retire. And down the street, it was not developed at all. It was like one of those red clay roads because it goes all the way down to the bay. And then my parents' house is there. But uh, driving down there on the side, there was like this uh, land property that had a uh, like man-made pond in there. And it had like a trailer on it, but it was nice property, and my brother was gonna buy it. And I want to say that it was like fifty thousand dollars, maybe sixty thousand dollars, or something like that. No. <laughs> my dad was like, "I don't think you should buy that." You know, and Tim's like, "The pro- the property though, it'll go up in value." They just sold it like last year for millions of dollars. <laughs> oh, I remember Pete and I when we lived together in in Feather Sound. They came to us one day and they were like, hey, your apartment's going on the market for sale. And we were like, what? Mm. And they go, yeah, but you guys had the first option to buy it. And we were like, oh, well, how much is it? And they were like, 80000 We were like, $80,000? Yeah. We're not millionaires. Yeah. yeah we, we, that, those are worth like $250,000 now. Uh, that would have been great. Yeah. my my uh, What was I? I was talking to my dad about something and he said about the price. Uh, oh, he was saying about uh, that he worked in a movie theater, and he goes, I remember how much I got. He goes, you know how much I got an hour? And I go, what? And he said, 50 cents. <laughs> 50 cents an hour. And I go, yeah, but also you could buy a house for $3. Right. So it was like, you know, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I can't remember. I was trying to think when I was young. I worked off the books for like $2 an hour, um, but it was it was straight cash. And then after that, I think I think the most I ever made when I lived in New York at an hourly wage was $5 an hour. I think I remember my first job in high school was at McDonald's, and I'm, I think I made like three fifteen an hour, three twenty five oh, yeah. an hour. I never had to work at McDonald's. Yeah, I never had to work in. Fast it was food. fun for me at the time because like I, all my friends worked there too, so yeah. we you know goof around and stuff. And I was looking. I went to my social security thing and put in all of my information, so you can get. Uh, to find out how much you'll get when you turn 65 or if you want to take an early Social Security or do anything like that. But it also lists all the years you worked and how much you were paid, how yep. much money you made that year. Yep. And it's so funny because, like, the first year I made, like, $320. <laughs> and then, like, the next year I jumped up to 1200 and I think I went back down to, like, 400 and something. It's so funny. One time uh, uh, Adam, Dr. Levine. Drew Adam. Corolla. Corolla. He went on Howard Stern's show, and he brought that piece of paper that they send you with him, and, and they went over all of his job history. He goes, here's when I worked here, here's when I worked here. He made, like, 30 grand, 40 grand, then went up, like, 90 grand, then went up to, like, 1.2 million, then went yeah. back down to, like, 90 grand. Yeah, it was, it, he goes, this is the has been, how my career has gone this whole time. Crazy. Uh, all right, well, that is it for news. That is we it. must take a uh, little bit of a break. Uh, before we do, what? I have a little bit of a problem. Oh. I don't have my open letter. <gasps> I don't what? know. Uh, well, no, I wrote it, and I wrote it on my laptop at home, but I don't think I sent it to myself. Oh. What a jerk. I know, right? The entire audience look forward to this. Every Has this week. ever happened? No. I don't I'm, think so, but what, I can find a classic one. Yes. Do you, you want to just do it off the cuff? No, I don't think. Are don't, you going pan- to panic write your jokes? <laughs> hey, folks. Uh, <laughs> seriously? Uh, wait, no. Okay, try to find one that we haven't played in a long, long time. Okay. okay. 
All right. A uh, classic open yes. letter from Galvin will happen when we come back. It's the Mike Caltas Show. This is 102.5 The Bone. You're listening to the Mike Caltas Show on 102.5 The Bone. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.